Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your blast off to the weekend. For the next two hours, we're going to play psychobilly, cowpunk, rockabilly, surf, and all sorts of rock and roll. So loosen your tie, ditch the tool belt, turn off the work text, and turn up the volume. Happy Friday. Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop. Glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. It's another Friday afternoon. It's 4 o'clock. I hope you're either off work or heading home, uh, ready to start the weekend, a uh, couple days of re- rest and relaxation. I know I know not everybody has the weekend off. I know some people work Saturday and Sunday, but I hope you are going to enjoy yourself and uh, have some fun. So we started off there with Chuck Berry. That was a song, Promised Land. And uh, I'm going to go into the birthdays for the today, uh, as I usually do. So today is um, rapper, songwriter, and producer Kendrick Lamar. It's his birthday. He was born in 1987, so he's 35. Uh, I just found out that he actually won the Pulitzer Prize, which is really impressive. Uh, My daughter, Emma, turned me on to him. I didn't know much about this whole genre of music, and she's been uh, showing me different artists and... uh, I have to say my favorite 
Kendrick Lamar album to date is To Pimp a Butterfly. And if you haven't heard his music, uh, I highly recommend it. Give it a shot. Today is uh, tennis star Venus Williams' birthday. She's 42. And I have three other musicians here that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention. Uh, Barry Manilow. Mandy and I write the songs. He's 79. He was born in 1943, and he's still out there doing it. And uh, one, one of the things I like about Mary Manlow is he has, a, he has a good sense of humor. He was on uh, Family Guy. So there's a Family Guy episode with Barry Manilow in it, and he's actually voicing himself. It's not somebody doing a, a uh, impression. And um, he pokes fun at himself, too. I mean, some of, it's, some of it's flattering, and some of it, is, some of it really, you know, um, roasts him somewhat. So, you know, Props to him for doing it and, and having a sense of humor. I, I like that. I, I, it bothers me when these celebrities get all, you know, cranky and, and, and upset when, when they poke fun. It's, it's good to be able to laugh, laugh at yourself from time to time. You've got you to be able to do that. Um, Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys is 64. I don't know how that happened. I don't know when he became 64. That's crazy. And Greg Rowley, I don't know if you recognize that name or not, if you're a classic rock fan you probably do Greg, Greg Rowley uh, was uh, the front man of Santana and he was also in Journey and it's interesting to note that Neil Schoen uh, the guitar player for uh, Journey was also a member of Santana so there's the Santana Journey connection there actually Neil Schoen is the only person originally from Journey that's still in the band everybody else's hired hands uh, what day is today? Today is National Apple Strudel Day. And so th this, when I saw that, it kind of got me wondering a little bit. So I've been doing this for right around four months. I think, I think this is episode number, do I have it written down? Episode number 15. So I'm just a little bit shy of four months. And um, since I started, there's been National Apple Day. Because I remember that thinking, why is Apple Day in spring when they, when they ripen in the fall? And there's been National Apple Pie Day, and now it's National Apple Strudel Day. And so there is a U.S. Apple Association, and I think they're, they've been very busy getting, getting, the, getting this out there. They have a really good PR department. Today is also Wear Blue Day for Men's Health. Um, looking at myself right now, I don't think I'm wearing any blue at all. Nope, no blue on me. Um, in Massachusetts, uh, it's Bunker Hill Day. So this was the Battle of Bunker Hill. Uh, we lost that battle to the British, but it sent a me message to the British that um, we were not going to take this lying down, and we were going to fight them, and this was going to be this was going to be tough. And eventually, we won! Yay! And uh, Father's Day is Sunday. Um, I think Father's Day is kind of cool. You know, my kids and my wife are really sweet about it. They're they're very nice about it. They they recognize it every year. There's another part of me that kind of feels like Father's Day is is a Hallmark card holiday. Um, I'm not trying to be, you know, humble or anything like that. But I think I think Mother's Day is more important. Um, I don't know. This is just the way I feel. I think I think moms deserve a hell of a lot of credit, and I think I think dads deserve credits credit too. But I don't know if we need a whole day. If you disagree with me, let me know. Um, you can disagree with me by calling me at the Abrews listener line. It's 617-829-9283. Or you can text me. My text line number is 617-764-9283. So I think we have a great show planned today. I'm really excited about it. 
Um, we're we're going to start off with, uh, you know, we started off with Chuck Berry. That song was from the 1950s. And we're going to kind of stick around that era for a little bit for the next two songs. Uh, this song coming up is the Rolling Stones. Now, their career, they're still out there touring, which is, which is incredible. But this song goes all the way back to the beginning. This is the Rolling Stones and Around and Around. I said the joint was rocking, going round and round. Sound. And they never stopped rocking Till the moon went down Well, it sounds so sweet I had to take me a chance Rose out of my seat I just had to dance Started moving my feet Suspect. And when the police knocked, those doors flew back. But they kept on rocking. is called Hawaii Five-O, proving once again that the fabulous ventures are definitely instrumental in your life. The ventures personally and proudly present on the Always Together Liberty label a skyrocketing spectrum of smash sounds. Sure. 
created a universal instrumental institution, and when they do a hit, you know it's been done. Hawaii Five O, also available in four track, eight track, and cassette.
If you just tuned in, you're listening to Rick's Rock Shop on Wave Radio Boston. That last song was the Whiskey Daredevils and Bacon Martini. Sounds good, right? No, no, no. Um, that was from their 2008 album, The Essential Whiskey Daredevils. They had some rare cuts and previously unreleased cuts on that album. Um, it's funny because I, I say I, I play Psychobilly on the show, which is a subgenre of rockabilly there's actually a lot of subgenres which which with which is kind of funny and some of them have strange names and they're hard to they're hard to describe but anyways just a couple off the top of my head are you know rockabilly psychobilly uh my daughter was on the show emma and she just said surfabilly it's emma it's an actual genre there is surfabilly there are surfabilly bands and songs and everything else um, Gothabilly, uh, Hellbilly. Think of Hank Williams the Third. He's the big Hellbilly guy. Um, and there's a few others too. But it really cracked me up. If you go to Whiskey Daredevils, the song they just played, and go to their Bandcamp page, they call themselves Crapabilly. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just really get a kick out of that. So that was Crapabilly Band, Whiskey Daredevils, and Bacon Martini from their. Oh, I already said the uh, the album, the Essential Whiskey Daredevils. Repeating myself. Before that were the Ventures and a Y50. That was the theme song to Guess What Show, a Y50. And um, it's it's an interesting story behind that. The song had already been written, and uh, they were asked to perform it by the sound engineer at CBS, who happened to know them. Uh, it was on CBS back in the day, and um, they agreed. And they recorded it. Now, the Ventures were a four-person band. They had two guitars, one bass, one drummer, no vocals. And uh, they said that in recording that song, they used 26 musicians. So if you listen to that song, there's horns. There, It sounds like there's a flute. There's a lot of different instrumentation going on. So that was a bit of, of a departure for them. But what was happening at the time is Hawaii Five-0 had been released, and it was bombing. It was not doing well. People were not watching it. And they decided to have a new advertising campaign and they made some new commercials for it and they put the Ventures Hawaii Five O in the background while the commercials were playing. And the show exploded. And the Ventures, the, they said the phone lines were flooded with people saying, who is that? I want that. Who's that band? And so they had, they had, they had um, enjoyed popularity before, but this was kind of a whole new explosion of popularity for the Ventures, um, all because of uh, you know the song Y Five O, and it reached number four in the charts. And we started with the Rolling Stones, that was their version of Around and Around, that is originally a Chuck Berry song. So that was on the Rolling Stones' first album uh, from 1964, 12 by five, uh, 12 songs by five members of the band. And that was the first song the Stones ever recorded. And they also performed that song on the Ed Sullivan Show uh, back in 1964. I was, a, I was, I think, a baby in my crib in 1964, one year old. Um, Ed Sullivan Show was a pretty influential show. Uh, Elvis appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show, and that was a big, big deal. Uh, and so, um, I mean, it's kind of a talk show. Younger people don't know who Ed Sullivan was. It was like a variety show, um, you know, People came on, there were bits, and there were mu- musicians and artists and everything else. Very popular show. So I'm going to jump right back into the music here. Uh, next up is one of my favorites, Ronnie Dawson. This song is uh, The Cats Were Jumping, which is also a cover. And as Ronnie Dawson says, shake it all night long. Shake it all night long. 
jumping with Mary Lou. Baby, feel so good, I started jumping too. Well, the cat started jumping all over the place. Well, there's a rock and roll music really just suit my taste. Set Generation.
Uh, that was the Night Riders, John and the Night Riders with Depth Charge. That's from a surf compilation album from 1995 called Beyond the Beach. I had a friend back then. Um, I got to try to get back in contact with him. His name is uh, Rich Cortez. He's a bass player all around the Boston area. And he was in a band at the time called Concussion Ensemble. And they were awesome. They were an instrumental band too. Uh, but they had three drummers, a percussionist, a bass player, and um, no vocals, and uh, a guitar player. So I couldn't think of the, a guitar, obviously. And um, so, so they would play, and they'd have three drummers with three full kits. And when they say percussionist, I, I could swear I remember a fourth drummer up there. Um, and I saw them a number of times, and they were just a force. Uh, it was really something to behold. And uh, just just loved that band. And um, uh, they're not together anymore, unfortunately. But get a, get back around to where I started. Uh, Rich saw this CD at my house, and he was like, "Oh, can I borrow? It? Can I borrow? It? Can I borrow it?" And it was it was um, you know beyond the beach. And I said, "Sure, you know, borrow it." And I had the hardest time getting it back from him. He didn't try to steal it from me, but he was always like, "Can I keep it for another week? Can I keep it for another week?" Uh, but he finally he finally gave it back, and uh, I, I love it. I, I love that record. There's I'll be mining that in upcoming weeks. Um, before that were the Violent Femmes, their song "Freak Magnet." That's from uh, their album of the same name, Freak Magnet. That's from 2000. And we started with one of my all-time favorites, Ronnie Dawson, The Cats Were Jumpin' from his 1989 album, Rockinitis. Uh, Rockinitis is funny. Um, that was one of the names that, was, that I was tossing around for this show. When, when um, I realized I was going to have a radio show, I was trying to come up with a name, and I was trying everything under the sun. And, um, you know, you go, you, you come up with something you think is a good name and you go online and you find out that it's been used. It's really hard to come up with something that somebody else hasn't already come up with. And I remember listening to Ronnie Dawson in the Rockinitis album and I thought, I could, I could use that. Rockinitis would be a great name. And then I went online and there's this business that um, y y is in this kind of music, but they sell t-shirts and records and all kinds of paraphernalia for this kind of music and they're called Rockinitis and they're pretty successful and they're a pretty big name and you kind of see them around all over the place. So I said, nah, I can't do it. But um, thank goodness the station manager, uh, Pete, who's also one of the three hosts of the first wave on Thursday nights, eight o'clock. Uh, he came up with either he or one of the other two hosts. Um, there's Pete Becca and John Anthony. One of them came up with Rick's Rock Shop. And when they told me, I said, that that's it. There we go. Um, but yeah, th this was almost Rockinitis. Um, so next up, we have a band called the Yahoos. Uh, this is their cover of ABBA's Dancing Queen. So stick around for it. It's, it's really a lot of fun. Uh, the Yahoos are an all-country band. Uh, I just wanted to mention before I play it that um, the band includes Eric Amble, who is the guitarist and founding member, one of the founding members of Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And... Two other of the members are from the Georgia Satellites, the frontman Dan Baird and uh, Keith Christopher. And, you know, I don't know if you remember the Georgia Satellites. Uh, they had a song that was unavoidable um, called uh, uh, Keep Your Hands to Yourself. I don't know if you remember My Honey, My Baby, Don't Put My Love Upon No Shelf. She said, Don't Hand Me No Lines and Keep Your Hands to Yourself. 
I didn't try to sing that because I can't sing and I'm not being humble. I literally can't sing. Um, but uh, that, that has to sound familiar to you now. Uh, the Georgia Satellite. So the guy that sang that song is the guy that sings this song. And I will not play this into the ground, but it's a great song.
know it's been some time, but there's something on my mind. See, I haven't been the same since a cold November day. Now, nice to think that that umbrella. 
Like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks, you'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. Uh, Wave Radio Boston is also on Instagram. I am also on uh, both Facebook and Instagram. You can search for Rick's Rock Shop. And I would appreciate it if you would uh, follow me. That would be great. And, uh, for example, on, on both Instagram and Facebook, um, I'll send uh, usually a, a day or so before, I'll send a reminder out that the show is, is on the horizon. And um, I also, after the show is, is over, usually tomorrow, usually on Saturday, um, I will post the set list for the show. So if you missed the title of a song and you want to uh, know what it was, or if you didn't know how to spell it or whatever, some of these band names are kind of crazy, uh, you can uh, look it up the next day on the, on the set list. A lot of people have given me feedback that they really find that handy. Um, I'm just looking here at my notes to see if there's anything else I wanted to say about that. Um, nope, that's about it. And so we, the last song that we played there were the, was the Hollies uh, Bus Stop that had reached number five on the Billboard charts back in 1966. I find the lyrics for that song are a little corny, a little cornier than what I usually play, what I usually listen to, but that's just such a great song um, that I don't mind that they're a little corny. Uh, and before that, we had a favorite uh, of listeners to this show, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. It seems like every time I play them, somebody somebody says, who was that band? That uh, I really enjoyed that. They are a, a punk band of guys from various punk bands, and they only perform cover songs and they really do an amazing job with them the, the way they the way they they restructure them and the way they play them they, they take these songs and they just add so much energy to them and uh, they just are a lot of fun that was where do broken hearts go uh, a Whitney Houston song that was um, from the me first and the gimme gimme albums uh, called take a break uh, it was from 2003 um, I was looking into this a little bit because I, I, I know the Whitney Houston song very, very well. I mean, we've all heard it a million times, but I didn't know much about the song. And it turns out that it had been written and presented to her to, to, to record, and she didn't want to record it. She didn't think it was that great of a song, and she didn't think it had any, any message to it. I don't know what she meant by that. I don't know what kind of message she was looking for. I, it, it seems to me like it's very similar to the kind of songs that she did um you know none of her songs were exactly about world peace and so uh but she was talked into recording it and uh like i said it reached number one so um 
yeah, they had they had to talk her into it, twist her arm a little bit, but you know, it's uh, good for her that she she did it. We started the set with the Yahoos, uh, their song "Dancing." Well, ABBA's song "Dancing Queen" as covered by the Yahoos. And uh, I will say at this point, uh, if you want to call me, uh, the Abrews listener line is six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three, and the text line, if you'd rather text me, is. Six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. They both spell wave. Shift. But I'm not saying this won't be wrong 
Sunset land of paradise Sunset land of pain Well, what side are you looking from? Some people have it all And some part the game $20 bill There's plenty of reasons in this world Move along or standing still But I'm not saying there's one for long As death comes along What I see is true I could learn John Anthony from the First Wave. Join me, Pete, and Becca every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern for an old-school morning show in the evening. Some of the things you'll hear on the First Wave include musicians talking about their craft, live musical performances, music news, and more. You'll always hear the best rock music, including independent bands, every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. So join the Real Radio Revolution and say F you to FM with the First Wave on Wave Radio Boston. I got a pink and a bird with a red plush seat. Well, oh, baby, it's mine. I got a new brick house and a two-car port. Well, oh, baby, that's mine, too. 
I got a bank account, a baby, filled with green. Well, uh, baby, it's all mine. And baby, ain't nothing I ain't got, baby, you don't need a well anything I got, baby, or you can have it. Anything I got, baby, or you can use it. Anything I got, baby, or you can have it. Here, you know what I say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. I got a bank account, a baby filled with green. Well, baby, it's all mine. There ain't nothing I ain't got, baby. You don't need a well anything I got, baby. Or you can have it. Anything I got, baby. Or you can use it. Anything I got, baby. Or you can have it. If you only say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Twenty-eight years before Bruce Springsteen had a pink Cadillac, Gene Vincent had a pink Thunderbird. That was Gene Vincent at his Blue Caps with Pink Thunderbird. That was a single in March 1957. So the Ford Thunderbird. Let's talk about it a little bit. The Ford Thunderbird was uh, developed to compete with the Chevy Corvette. The Corvette came out in 1953. It was, uh, it was a successful launch, and Ford felt they needed some a car that could compete with it in the market. So they debuted the Thunderbird in 1955. And the Thunderbird was produced, believe it or not, for 42 years, 1955 to 1997. And then they, they quit making it, but they brought it back. They resurrected it in 2002, and they had it for three more years. Hasn't been built to, since 2005. But it turned out to be a, a huge success. The year that it was uh, released in 1955, it outsold the Corvette 23 to 1. It's, you know, I'm, I, I love cars, and I cannot drive past a car show without stopping, going, standing for hours, slack-jawed, looking at them. But... I don't know anything about cars. I know very little. Um, I know where the gas goes. I know they have four tires that spin, but I, I don't know much beyond that. And so, you know, I, <clears throat> I get stuck sometimes because the car owner will come up to me and start talking about the engine that he has in his 1957 Ford, and my eyes kind of glaze over and everything. But, but like I said, I absolutely love cars. Um, and, you know, I was wondering about that with the Corvette. So it outsold the Corvette in 1955, 
23 to 1. And in that year, 700 Corvettes were sold. Now, 700 is not very much at all. That's, they were selling less than two a day um, in the U.S. And so I just have to wonder, if, if any car person out there knows, please send me a text. Um, is the 1955 Corvette, like, extraordinarily rare now? Only 700 were sold. I mean, how many of them were in wrecks and, and junked and, and everything else? There can't be too many of them left out there. I, w I wouldn't think so. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love to know that. Um, let me know about the uh, 1955 Corvette. Um, and so I had remembered some movies that had Thunderbirds in them. And I remembered one in particular. And so I went online to see what other movies and, and to verify what I, what I thought I already knew. So basically the Thunderbird has become an iconic vehicle. It was pretty much iconic from, it, from when it first rolled off the assembly line. And it's been in just countless movies and TV shows, countless. There, there are websites online where you can just read of all the ones they appeared in and it, it just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. But I, I did pick out some highlights. I don't know if you remember American Graffiti when Richard, Richard Dreyfuss is in the car and he looks out the window and the, there's the pretty woman in the car next to him and she, she gives him like a look and then he spends the rest of the show trying to, trying to find her. Well, that actress was Suzanne Somers. She was later in the movie Three's Company and she was driving a 1956 Thunderbird. There was a 1956 Thunderbird in Cheech and Chong's next movie. If you're young and have never seen a Cheech and Chong movie, uh, watch them. My generation thought they were hysterical. I don't know if yours will or not. Uh, two stoners and just their, their escapades. There, there's an old-fashioned word for you, escapades. And um, there was a classic movie called Sunset Strip that featured a 1958 Thunderbird. There was The Outsiders that had a 1966 Thunderbird. And then the one I referred to at the beginning, the, the, the one that all of you should know that say, oh, yeah, 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 uh, Thelma and Louise. Um, Thelma and Louise, at the end of the movie, they drove a turquoise 1966 Thunderbird right into the Grand Canyon. So there you go. Before that, we had Uncle Tupelo, Graveyard, graveyard Shift from their very influential album, uh, No Depression, that was released in 1990. And we started the set with a Japanese surf rock band called The Wise. Now, this album that I pulled the song from, I've been searching for forever. Uh, I, I first heard them and, and fell in love with the band, and you just couldn't find the album any, anywhere. I even asked a friend who was traveling to Japan to go to a record store and see if he could find it for me in Japan. And then this record label, um, Surf Cookie Records in, uh, in, uh, in Greece, they, I've kind of developed a, a relationship with them, and we, we email and text each other back and forth. And I was talking to them about this album and how I've been searching for it. And they're like, you're not going to believe this, but we're releasing it um, like in a week. And they released it on, on CD and also um, MP3. And for me, it was like Christmas. And so that was The Wise as reissued by Surf Cookie Records. It was originally released in 2006. And the song title is written in kanji, the, the Japanese uh, style of writing, kanji. And obviously I can't read it, but, you know, Google Translator translated it to me as The Bright Red Sun. Now, the next song is also kind of a funny story. Um, what I do is, you know, I, I usually, I, I spend almost all my time listening to music. Uh, I'm always 
listening to what I have and I'm looking for new music that I could possibly play on the show. And by new, I mean new as in just released and also new as in new to me. And I, I always want to keep the, the show fresh and, and, and present artists that you haven't heard before. And um, then I start putting the show together early in the week and it starts taking a form of its own and I, I, get, the, I get the songs ordered and, and placed and everything else. And then I, um, I go online and I do some research uh, about the songs because some of the stuff I know, some of the stuff I know but I'm not sure about and I want to verify. And then I find cool things that I didn't know. I did not know Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer Prize. I did not know that there were 700 Corvettes sold in 1955. So, you know, it, it's fun to do their research and find this stuff out. And then if I have time, I listen to the playlist. I listen to it in advance to see what it sounds like, um, how it feels, what I might want to say about the songs. And so I was listening to this particular playlist and I got to the next song and it didn't work at all. It was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Why did I put this song in here? It doesn't fit. It's just... It, it, it stands out like it's like a fart in church. It doesn't it just doesn't work. And so I I took it out and uh, I'm not going to say who it was or what it was because it's a good song. It just did not it did not belong. And so then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, last minute. Who do you call in in the last minute? Um, you know, with the clock ticking. And if you have a show like mine, you call in the Ramones. One, two, three, four. <laughs>
I'll be looking for a way to get your love to come my way every night and every day. You can't hide away from me, cause I'll always, always see you every night and every day. Get your love to come my way every night and every day. I'll be looking for a way to get your love to come my way every night and every day. You can't hide away from me, cause I'll always, always see you every night and every day. Get your love to come my way. Oh, I love that stand-up slap bass. That was English psychobilly band uh, Guanabats from their album Every Night. Oh, sorry. The song is Every Night and Every Day. The album is 1994's Get Around. Before that, we had New Orleans surf band The Unnaturals and Beach Bums. That's from their long album title, uh, The Unnaturals Face the Dreaded Kimono Dragon from 2018. And before that, my my rescuers, uh, my saviors, the Ramones, Rockaway Beach, 19, 1977's Rocket to Russia. So Wave Radio Boston streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <clears throat> but did you miss the beginning of your favorite show or did you miss the show altogether? You can always catch it on demand. Just go to the show info link on our webpage, click on show replays at the top of the page and press the purple player to get all of our on-demand replays. Then hit the follow button to be notified of all new shows when they are re- when they are released. Thanks for helping us say "fu" to FM on Wave Radio Boston. And I just want to reiterate that um, the playlists for my show, my shows are on my Instagram and Facebook pages at Rick's Rock, Rick's Rock Shop. You can search for them on either platform. So here we go with Sarah Borges and the song Daniel Lee. Be there for sure. Hell now. 
the way radio used to be? So do we. We're way radio. Sitting on a hot tin roof, an eager cat is sitting on a hot tin roof, an eager cat is looking for a gal on the loose. I got a whole lot of loving just a waiting in the oven. When she looks my way, I almost lose my mind. When she looks my way, I almost lose my mind. I'm just a waiting for to come on sight. I'd like to hook her if I had enough flying. Well, my red-headed woman. Well, my red-headed woman. Santa everything nice Well now one of these days I'm gonna get up the nerve One of these days I'm gonna get up the nerve I can handle all that woman can serve Angles were just made for her curves. Well, my red-headed woman. Well, my red-headed woman. Well, my red-headed woman. I said, now sugar and spice and everything nice.
song probably sounds familiar to a lot of you. Um, if you're trying to place it, that was in Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill Volume 2. I mean, Volume 1. Now, um, the version we just heard was the original from 1959. It's uh, a band called the Rocketeens, and it was on an album called Woohoo, same name. But in Kill Bill Volume 1, it was performed by a Japanese band called the Five Six Seven Eights. Before that, we had Deke Dickerson and the Ecophonics, the song Red-Headed Woman. Uh, and that, um, that is from their, his, his, their uh, 1990, 1999 album, More Million Sellers. It's funny, we spend our whole lives talking. We start talking when I don't know how old we are, a couple years old. And, you know, you put a microphone in somebody and all of a sudden they start stumbling over the most basic English. Ah, the last break I, I just was stumbling in this one I'm, I'm mumbling and stumbling too so i apologize for that um the deke dickerson song redheaded woman was originally a b-side of the band's 1959 single single the rebel rousers and before that you know we had we started the set with sarah borges and her song daniel lee that's from the 2005 album silver city so here we're going to go to some some newer garage uh rock bands, musicians, artists. This is the Vaughn Bondies and their song Broken Man. Watching my TV. 
Facebook and Twitter at Wave Radio Boston. Something that's never gone 
feedback there. Um, I play a couple bands like uh, Soda Jerk and Two Cow Garage that for the life of me, I cannot understand why they're not much, much bigger. I just love both bands. I love that band. That song was just, for me, that hit all the right spots. I, I just love it. I mean, I like it so much, I want to stop people on the sidewalk and say, give them my earbuds and say, you have to listen to the song right now. Um, yeah. And the thing is, is I, I, I know there's more of them out there. Um, I've been beating the bushes for them. I play a lot on the show. But... I, you know, I know there's local bands out there. I know there's bands that are probably, you know, have created their own label and are selling them at shows. And uh, if you're listening to me and you know of a band like this, please let me know. Um, I need to know for two reasons. I need to know so I can play it and promote it on the show. And I just need it for my own selfishness. I want to fucking hear it. Uh, there is not enough of this kind of music out there. Th th this music that's alt-country bordering on cowpunk you know the, the old 97s and uh, like i said these two uh two cow garage and um and and the soda jerk that i mentioned before um yeah there's just not enough of this music out there and but i know it's out there i know it i know there's there's bars and honky tonks and places around the country where there's these bands coming out and they've got a country flavor to them but they're rocking they're just tearing it up so again if you know of any if you're a record label, if you're a fan, if you've heard them at your local club, you know, let, please let me know about them. Uh, so again, that was Two Cow Garage. That was our song Found. That was on their 2003 album, Please Turn the Gas Back On. Before that, we had The Galaxies, Along Comes the Man. That's from a compilation uh, album that I talked about last week. It's called The History of Northwest Rock, Volume 2, The Garage Years. That was released in 1999. That is a, a tremendous uh, record. Uh, I spoke at the time about how the Northwest was one of these um, musical hotbeds. And this was in the 1960s, and it was for garage rock. And that's where a lot of it, it started and, and came from and was incub incubated. Is that the right word? Incubated. And um, the, the record gives you a really great history of it. It's got great liner notes. And, uh, yeah, I, I give, it a, give it a thumbs up, give it a strong recommendation. And we started with... Detroit's The Von Bondies, their song Broken Man from 2004's Pawn Shop Heart, which was their breakout, breakout album. That album was uh, uh, very successful for them. So up next, we have a band called Los Carniceros del Norte. The song is La Noche de Walpurgis. Now, Walpurgis, I think in English, we, we pronounce it Walpurgis. I'm not 100% sure of that. It's Walpurgis Night. It's, it's a festival. It's a pagan festival. It's on April 30th every year, and bonfires are lit to ward off witches. So Walpurgis Night is often known as the second Halloween, and it's recognized as a, a time of the year when the veil between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. And so you there's good, there's good spirits from the other side, and there's bad spirits from the other side, and so you light bonfires to ward off the bad spirits. But we're going to bring in some good spirits right here. This is Coco Coma. Wait, is that who I'm playing next? No, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. We're. I'm trying to find where I'm at right now. I've lost my place. Well, let's just go to the music.
Join the takeover with me, the boss, Mike Lachance, on Wave Radio Boston every Friday night, 7 to 9. I'll be playing the loudest hard rock and heavy metal you forgot you love to hear. Make sure you join me every Friday night, 7 to 9, on Wave Radio Boston. The takeover with the boss, Mike Lachance. Turn it up! the other DJs, sometimes we debate the um, pluses and minuses of having notes. And uh, some people say, you know, it's good to have it's good to have a note to remind you of something. And others say, no, no, the notes are uh, distract you. It's it's hard to multitask and, you know, be controlling the buttons and knobs and talking and reading uh, notes at the same time. And I became a victim of that. The last one, I keep note cards. I put things on it, like keywords to remind me of things. I will sometimes put dates on them because I might not remember 1955 or 1956 and I want to get the year right. I want to get which one it is. And so when I was talking about the next song that was coming up, which was uh, at, at the break, which was Los Carniceros del Norte and La Noche de Walpurgis, um, I was looking at a note card and I started talking about Coco Coma and I just mucked the whole thing up. And so we started the set with Los Carniceros and then we ended the set with Coco Coma and their song, Trying to Read My Mind, that's from their self-titled album in 2007. Sandwiched in between were two awesome bands. Uh, one of them was The Surfmen and El Toro, 
that's from a, a really cool 2014 surf music compilation, Surf's Coming, 75 cool tracks from the pioneers of surf. And we also had The Mummies and their, their song In and Out from their 1992 Death by Unga Bunga. And uh, so hopefully that straightens everything out. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, I, I outsmarted myself as I often do.
love you, goodness knows. Well, don't bug me, baby, don't treat me like clay. Don't make me love you, then cut me away. Don't bug me, baby, with your yaggedy yak. No waste evening, just chewing the fat. Well, don't bug me, baby, don't treat me mean. Don't fall in my loving machine. I won't romance and don't look at me bleak Well, I won't kiss and don't turn me your cheek Well, I won't cuddle, don't tell me, baby Well, I won't love and I want you, baby Baby, don't, baby, don't treat me Well, don't fall but in my loving machine Well, don't bug me, baby, you know it ain't right you Squirm like a lizard when I hold you tight Don't keep me jumping like a frog in a bag Well, don't bug me, baby, cause you know what ain't right You squirm like a lizard when I hold you tight Don't keep me jumping like a frog in a bag Don't start zigging when I Me? Well, don't fall but in my loving machine Well, I won't romance and don't look at me bleak Well, I won't kiss and don't be turned my cheek Well, I won't call it, don't tell me maybe Well, I won't love it, well, I want you, baby Baby, don't, baby, don't treat me mean mm, Well, don't fall but in my loving machine Step on the gas, get out of here I don't 
was just talking about them, and there they are, the old 97s. I don't want to die in this town from Graveyard Whistling. Be- after Before that, we had Milton Allen, Don't Bug Me Baby. That's from a- another compilation album. Uh, Get Hot or Go Home, Vintage RCA Rockabilly, 1956 to 1959. Before that, Southern Culture on the Skids, Fried Chicken and Gasoline from Dirt Track Date. 1995. They're going to be live at uh, Sonia in Cambridge, Mass. on September 19th. They're also playing, they're touring the whole country right now. As we speak, they're in California. They're doing many, many stops in California. So if you're listening to this and live somewhere else, check them out on Facebook. And we started with The Creep Show, Creature of the Night, uh, from their 2006 album, Sell Your Soul. Now, this is the time of the show. We've got somebody in the studio. We got Mike Lachance, the big boss. Hello. From the takeover. Hello. Why am I talking like that? And he, I, you, you often do I know, interesting I, I voices. Start off, I interesting start off voices. It's disgusting. I like them. I, I, like I said, I'm jealous. I wish I could do them. Oh, peep, peep, cheerio. It's like enough, enough now. Yeah, thanks for having me, buddy. You're welcome. I, I always like to give you a chance to introduce your show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the host of the takeover, the esteemed host, the number one host, the best show on the face of the earth, the crazy circus that is heavy metal and rock and roll. I am the takeover's host. Mike Lachance. To do the whole, is the whole rigmarole, you want the whole? Um, no, I think that's no, good. we're going to save it. I think that's good. We'll cut it right there. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut it right good, there. Good. But I'm glad you're here because I yeah. had something, I had something very serious to talk to you about. Something, oh, something I'm, I'm very concerned about. Is it about the Hall of Fame? Because we know that. What happened in the Hall of Fame? Nothing. I'm just oh, saying okay. there are great no, no, people no. there. I, I only think about the Hall of Fame once a year. Um, <laughs> you're talking about Rock Hall of Fame. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I no, only and we all know how much I love those people in Cleveland. No, I was thinking about the Celtics. So they, they lost, and it wasn't really that close of a game. They no. kind of got their butts handed to them in the last I, game. I, you know, it, as a Boston sports nut, yeah. diehard Bruins fan, mm-hmm. diehard Boston sports fan, mm-hmm. when the team loses like that, and <clears throat> they get hyped up so much the entire right. season, and right. they lose in that embarrassment, Ugh. it's time to clean house. I'm talking, oh, you think so? Time to clean house. Wipe really? it clean. Really? If you don't get rid of one guy, wow. it's like the Bruins. I think I've, that's kind of drastic. I've, well, it should be because they lost uh, their ambassador. No. I mean, yeah. see, that's the thing is that this, especially Boston sports, is that they hang on to the same core guys right. every single game. Right. And the core guys get hurt. Right. They get tired. Yep. They get switched around. Like I, I say lines like in hockey, but different lines, different different mm-hmm. lineups. Mm-hmm. Clean house. Yeah. Get rid of the guy. Get rid of everybody. Start over. Trade up and just in, yeah. in clean house. You know, I can't. I can't really argue with you because I don't know that much about the Celtics. You know, I grew up in Pittsburgh. We didn't even have a basketball team, right. so I grew up used to not watching basketball. And uh, I've been living in in Boston longer than I lived in Pittsburgh, but I just never really got into the whole basketball thing. Right. I was I was pulling for them last night, but from a distance. And I heard they lost, and I felt bad, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't lose any sleep. Basketball has changed so much. Yeah, like the eighties and nineties. The old school, like now, when someone like you hit a little a slap on the wrist, like oh my god, he's abusing him. It's like you couldn't survive the old school days. No, no. With Larry Bird punching Bill Lambert <laughs> in the mouth and elbowing uh, Doctor J, like you couldn't survive it, man. The thing that the thing that really bothered me though was, um, so the last time there was a championship in New England was uh, twenty eighteen. The 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 Patriots won the Super Bowl. The Red Sox won the World Series. So, do you realize there are children who are four years old who have never seen a championship yep that's heartbreaking we had it for 86 years for the red sox that's true (laughs) then we finally saw it i mean (laughs) you know obviously i'm being 
yeah. an ass. Yeah. But um, no, <laughs> not you. I just have I just have a bunch of uh, bunch of Pittsburgh friends who are listening, and they they're all like mentally strangling me right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? It, it's, that's why I I'm a huge sports nut, but music is always my love because I've always said music will never let you down. A team will let you down. But haven't you had a band let you down? Hasn't a band put out an album and just gone in a direction? Where yeah, but they've always shit. been a band that I've liked. Like yeah, like Guns and we talked about Guns and Roses a couple weeks yeah. ago. They mm-hmm. put out yeah. Chinese Democracy, and I threw the CD out the window. Right, it was the yes. worst I've yes. heard in my entire life. Yeah, I'm still a huge fan of them. Okay, I mean, and they, that's they, fair. I think that's fair. I think they're fighting. Let me down. Mm-hmm. I think Kiss's ninth farewell tour <laughs> kind of let me down, but now they're finally they're done with it. Yeah. Other than that, they haven't really. I've never been disappointed in, in music and going, yeah. oh god, I. I'm so heartbroken when, when someone dies. Yes, yeah, but yeah. you know, for sports, because it's all about money now. Yeah, it is all about money. That's why I'm a it hockey is. fan. The hockey just to me is still the old school. Yeah, you just you get that the grit. Drop know? the gloves. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think every sport should allow fighting. <laughs> every sport should just allow, just fight. Baseball, the figure stu- skating, fight. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Chris Yamaguchi and Brian Boitano. <gasps> Actually, fighting. actually, I, I just said that off the top of my head, but Tanya Harding and, and Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan, she hit her with a pole. Oh, she went street style. Metal, yeah. Jeff Galuli went street style. That, yikes. That was a, you know. That I was, was just old... trying to think of the funniest thing I could think of, and I picked one where it actually happened. Why? Yeah. Why? Couldn't oh, boy. boy. Yeah, I don't know. I like baseball. Baseball, it's the stupidest. I love baseball. Mm-hmm. When, why, why when there is a brush up? The yeah. pitcher and the... And the batter, or the they, they get a little a scrum where they, yeah. they yell and they say their things. Yeah. Why does the bench is clear? I don't know. And then why do the bullpen assholes come running from from the bullpen? Yards away? What are they gonna do from the bullpen? Yeah. Stand there, yeah. And go, okay, guys, break it up, break it yeah. up now. Okay, break, break, break up. Shut up. I go did back and sit in the bench. I did. I agree, hundred percent. See, I'm all fired up now. I did see a video though that's hysterical, and I, you know, if anybody out there wants to search for it, just. I have no idea who, what year it was. I have no idea who the teams were, but there's a hockey video. It was an NHL game where there was a big fight on the ice, and one of the goalies skates all the way down to the other end and starts fighting the other goalie. Oh yeah, no, that, I thought that was brilliant. Patrick, Patrick Waugh did it. Ron Hextall did it. The old school guys in the eighties, and they all they that was. Hey, everyone's why get the goalie fights because they know it. See, fighting in hockey is is. You got to really hate the guy to to like right. hate fight, but most of the time it's it's a it's a gentleman's fight, mm-hmm. and it usually mm-hmm. ups the uh, energy of the game. If the crowd's low and your team's mm-hmm. losing, you know what? Send the goon out there. The goon is a is a term for mm-hmm. a, for just a fighter. Mm-hmm. Send the goon out, throw the gloves down, fight that guy, mm-hmm. get a two minute penalty, get thrown out of the game, and just start the trend. And that yeah. usually heightens the mood. Yeah, and that's well, why some like at the, at Sully's Tap in Boston, yeah. the same things happens there. A couple yeah. guys get drunk. Start a fight. It starts the whole evening. It's a nice, nice atmosphere. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna get now I'm gonna get sensitive, guy, philosophical to use to use the voice that you use. Was that okay? Did I do all right? It's perfect. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Um, but that's something that I wonder about. My son is a, is a big soccer player. He's 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 a very good soccer player. He's very competitive, and I went to so many of his games over the years. And um, he played in high school. He played in club. Now he's playing on the club team in college. And there would be like bad feelings and there would be right. pushing and shoving and there would be yeah. dirty play and, and all this kind of stuff. And there'd be like, there'd be like, that guy's a fucking asshole, you know, and, <laughs> and the other guy saying, you're a fucking, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, in hockey, the goalie's fighting and everything like that. But it's funny because you think that these guys 
are more similar to each other than just about anybody on the planet. Exactly. They all grew up playing hockey. They love the sport. They could be traded and be on each other's teams. They they right. they might have played right. together in college or or in in the on the club level and everything. So it's like you would think that this guy would be your best friend in the world and not somebody you'd be punching out. Right. But hey, you know what? Competition. Yeah, you know, competition set the tune, man. Competition gets that's, the testosterone flow and gets yeah. us to be men, 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 men. Yes. Throw down your rifles, pick up your <laughs> fist, man. Come on, brother. Yeah. Why do yeah. I? I always go to that voice. I always go to that voice. I don't know why. I don't know why. It works. I guess it does. <laughs> it, it triggers something in in your in the reptilian part in of my your redneck brain. My redneckish fill. Your redneckish fill. I was thinking of the 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 what's the reptilian part of your brain called? It's like the 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 base that comes up from the spine that we hasn't changed much since we were crawled out of the mud oh. yeah basal ganglia or something like that. i don't know double gang somebody can text me <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah i think it's hitting that primitive part of your brain which for you is probably like 95 percent of your brain yeah that's the that's the dumb part <laughs> other five percent i'm uh, i'm an esteemed colleague of jesus christ and latter-day saints <laughs> Well, I'm going to wrap things up here because yeah, um, we, you, I'm going to give you room to get ready for your show. And I'm Cut already a, a little bit over. I got one more song to play. Um, so I want to thank everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, all my regular listeners, I really appreciate you guys very, very much. And to all you new listeners, I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. This is what I do. I'd love to have you come back next Friday. And um, I want you to stay tuned for the takeover, as Mike was just saying. Thank you, sir. Heavy metal show with the big boss. I've got a, a, a special show this evening, and, and a lot awesome. of a lot of you can see the notes right here. A lot of little side notes, wow. a lot of little news wow. infos, and some changes coming to my show. I think I've I've mulled on this enough. Some changes coming. So if you guys want to know what the mm -hmm. changes are, tune in at seven o'clock tonight. And I actually have one thing I want to talk to you about, but it's in the heavy metal realm. So sure. if if I if I overlap into your show, if I stick around, if you will have me, I'll ask you then. Of course. Yeah. So if you guys want to know what Rick has to talk about and waste everyone's Stay time. Tuned. Stay tuned at 7 o'clock. Stay tuned at 7 o'clock. <laughs> that's, that's one that will keep you on the edge of your seat. What does Rick want to talk about? So um, I will see everybody next week, and we're going to send you out on another surf song like I like to do. This is Low Straight Jackets and Cavalcade.
since Brian was all about, you know, I love playing nonfiction. Why, why don't we play nonfiction? All right. Nice deep cut from Amorica.
what they say. Say I wish he was taken.
up and broke My life that is lived is no more than a token Who strike the flint upon the stone And tell me why If I yell out at night There's a reply of blue silence The screen is no comfort I can't speak my sentence They blew the lights at heaven's gate And I don't know why But if I work all day
Rosa. <laughs>